0: This is the day which the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Hello Metro FM family. This is your brother Jonathan with DHL Ministries, Decisions, Habits, Lifestyle Ministries. Joining you here on Metro FM 94.5 or through Radio Box. And I'm so excited that we have started this message on relationships that's the big scope but actually on relationships regarding being single, uh, single in Christ and being married as a Christian there are often questions about marriage in Christ and how to conduct ourselves as being single or there aren't any questions at all and just like in our secular life we're kind of in it, right? We're kind of rolling with it on a play-by-play. Well, there is a plan for how to build relationships. There is a plan for how to establish your relationship on God through Jesus Christ. The Bible's abundantly clear. And as we read through the Bible, we get these pieces and these fragments and these modifications as the Holy Spirit deals with us. And that's a wonderful process. But to see these things grouped together and to understand it more completely is the objective. Understanding your relationship with God, if you've accepted Christ into your heart, is something that you discover, but it should be something that is defined. There should be an expression and an expectation. And so as we go through this, we're gonna start at ground level in your relationship with God. We're gonna talk about what God is doing to establish the relationship with you, what he's already done, and what he does as we pursue him, as we abide in him. And then we're gonna get into other categories of relationship. Once our relationship with God is founded and on solid ground, then we can start to see where he's helping us to understand our relationship with himself through our relationships with others. But there's sometimes things that are in the way, things that are in the way, obstacles, um, chains, if you will, of bad thinking, patterns of things that we're bound to that have got us in these patterns of dysfunction and even consequences of our decisions or even our parents' decisions or our grandparents' decisions. Our environment plays a role as well, but getting to know these things and being able to see them is something else. So as we share the Word of God, as you consider these examples, those of you who are well versed in the Bible, stay put, you know, you've changed since the last time you've heard the Word of God and listen to what God might be saying to you right now. And those who are brand new, well, let's walk together and let's talk about this, because if you've accepted Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, things have begun to change, but we wanna show you in what direction they're heading and what parts are your responsibility in making decisions along the way, amen? Amen, well, here we are. We had sent you notes before in the WhatsApp group and you can join the WhatsApp group at the end of this message and we've modified them and sent them out again because we're going to focus on something today and that is breaking up this foundation. You know, in the parable of the seed and the sower, one of the first things we have to do is break up this garden and that's the garden of our heart. The soil has to be broken up so the seed of the Word of God can be planted and can start to take root. Remember, first goes down the root and then comes up the shoot. So it's a two-fold process initially to get things started. And of course, the root is going to go down before you start to see anything. So let's get into the Word of God right now as we talk about our chain breaker, things that are holding us back, things that are have us shackled to patterns. And we want to talk about our chain breaker. When you come to God through Jesus Christ, it's in the wake of realization that we're in a sinful state, that we need a Savior. And there's a great remorse in our heart at our condition of being a sinner and being outside of the will of God. However that occurred, whether it had been in a church service with an altar call or at a bus stop with a Christian with a track in their hand, you came to that realization that we're born into a sinful condition. And the results or the penalty for that condition is death or eternal separation from God going straight to hell if we do not repent or turn from our ways and accept the sacrifice of Jesus Christ in our life. Now when you've come into salvation we're but infants in Christ and someone surrounds us, teaches us, and guides us, and helps us to comprehend the basic things but the objective and the goal is to engage in discipleship. We need to learn about this relationship, but there are things in the way. You know, Christians trip over their own shoelaces in the beginning. Sometimes there aren't even caretakers of them or people who stick around. You could have been saved at that bus stop and then you go to a church and you don't really have any parents in Christ or any brothers or sisters that identify you as a new believer. And that might be a comfort place for you. Where you go, you hear the message, you're excited, you you feel accepted. No one no longer asks you about when you got saved. You just are saved. Everyone deems that you're saved or presumes that. And now you're finding yourself through life. Now, how would that work for someone who is born physically? What if someone were born and they're but a month old? Would they be able to fend for themselves? Would they be able to feed themselves or clothe themselves? Obviously not. And so babes in Christ are often born this way through a conversion process somewhere, maybe even on television or through a radio message like this. And they've entered in, whether they realize it or not, they've entered into a relationship with God without a family group around to help you to grow with this infancy, you can be stillborn and even unaware of what it is to be a Christian. So we want to come against that with information based on the Word of God. We talked about last time Jesus being the chain breaker. Oh, there's a few songs that mention that. My personal, uh, personally, my relationship is is lit up when I hear that because of the chains that God has released me from and saved me from. Hallelujah! It's an ongoing process of discovery, surrender, and God taking those things away that hold us back and keep us in prison. But one example comes to mind, actually three, and one is of the demoniac. The demoniac in Mark chapter 5, verses 1 through 17. It's also in Luke chapter 8 26 to 37. Now, this is where the demon-possessed man had come to Jesus and recognized him. He had a legion of demons in him, fallen angels. He had this legion. That was the name of this demon. There were multiple demons in there, and the combined name was legion. And yet Jesus had set this man free. This is a man who lived outside the city. Let's see where Jesus set him free. Mark chapter 15, Mark chapter 5, verse 15. And they came, they come to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil and had the legion sitting and clothed in his right mind. And they were afraid. Jesus had set this captive free, had released him from the bondage. Of legion of demons inside of him and he was now clothed in his right mind. You know when you seek the Lord's face and you see examples like this in our Bible and you realize that you have had this situation where you've been captive, you've been held by the demons of alcohol or the demons of other vices, you can ask God to help you to break those chains. You know, they're addiction chains, and that can be family. That can be anything, not just what we're aware of as far as alcohol and drugs. You can be addicted to spending. You can be addicted to being uh, absorbed with your appearance, addicted to exercise addicted to food, whatever the case may be, you've become a Christian and yet you have this cycle or this chain that keeps you held back. In fact, it can drive you into shame. You don't even want to seek parents in Christ. You don't want to be transparent at your Bible groups. Well, listen, your relationship is stunted until you ask the Lord to break these chains in your life. It can feel like you're possessed, but if you've given your life to Christ, He's come to live in you. And these things can no longer control you without your permission. That's real talk. So you bring these things to God, if you know it's come in your family where your parents were alcoholics and their parents were alcoholics, well, this is the consequence, this is the generational consequence because you've seen patterns and accepted them as normal or you've even heard people say, well, you can't help it. Your family was alcoholics. We give into all that. But the reality is that Jesus Christ is the chain breaker. Whatever your addiction is, even if you don't want to speak of it, addiction by definition is something you know is bad for you, something that is bad for you, and you've tried to stop and you cannot stop. So you fill in the blank and it's driven you into shame and guilt and you know that you are arrested in your development, but you don't want to admit it or own it, whatever the case may be. Jesus broke the chains on the demon-possessed man, and he had a legion of angels, in, uh, fallen angels in him. Let's make that clear. He had a legion of demons in him. So let's make that clear. He was sitting and clothed in his right mind, and everyone was afraid because of this chain breaker. Now, Peter's chains, let's talk about that from Acts chapter 12, 3 through 19. Peter was asleep in the dungeon. He was locked up, and those dungeons back in those days were not like our prisons today or our jails today, although in some countries and regions they can be quite harsh, but these dungeons were often in the ground, below the ground, and unkept. There were no policies or requirements for the way they were designed. They were cold and damp, and they had creatures in them, and you were locked there in positions that were painful. It just kept you shackled. The shackles would wear on you. Are you being worn on in the shackles in your life? Do you feel that the shackles that are on you are not your fault? Now, Peter was thrown in jail. You could have been thrown into situations in your life that still have you shackled that weren't necessarily your fault, but yet they keep you back. They keep you bound in shame. They keep you hidden from transparency in Christ or keep you back from being able to be transparent in Christ. Part of building this relationship on Jesus Christ is hearing the word, reading the word, studying the word, memorizing, meditating the word, and then you start to pray the word. It's breaking bread and fellowship by discussing what God's doing in your life. Now when the spirit of God is welcome, when two or more are gathered in the name of the Lord, you sense his presence in the midst there's confession that goes on there's repentance it's ongoing cycle and you could be bound in this prison of shame not of your own doing and yet you still feel that shame and guilt you don't want it to be transparent well listen Jesus Christ can break those chains no matter where you are no matter how the depths of your despair or your shame is no matter if you are, uh, it's not your fault in this in this example Acts 12 7 says and behold the angel of the Lord came upon him and a light shined in the prison and he smote Peter on the side and raised him up saying Arise up quickly and his chains fell off from his hands we serve a chain breaker you bring this to Jesus whether you've been possessed and you have generational consequence Addiction in your life or whether you've been bound by things that were thrust upon you, not even your doing. And yet it created a psychological or emotional oppression that has held you down. Jesus Christ is our chain breaker. And then you got Paul and Silas. Paul and Silas had been beaten. Let's read about that in Acts 16, verse 25 to 34. Starting at 22, it says, and the multitude rose up together against them, Paul and Silas, and the magistrates rent off their clothes and commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes on them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely, who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in stocks. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bands were loosed. We want you to have that freedom today, entering into this relationship with Jesus Christ, understanding the relationship that has started with or without your knowledge when you accepted Christ into your life, and helping you to develop. Whether you be an infancy or you be a toddler or you be uh, someone with arrested development. You've been with Christ for years and yet never considered what this relationship means or how to intentionally develop it, much less admitted to or had accountability, transparency in fellowship so that you could get these chains off you. Listen, you could have no forward movement. you get these chains off you. For whatever reason, the chains that are holding you back. Jesus Christ is a chain breaker. And this relationship that you have with Him cannot move forward without these chains being broken. He's there. He holds the keys. He could send angels to you right now in the spiritual realm to break these shame chains. There could be demons that have possessed you and keep flirting with you because you give them place in the form of addiction. They could be demons that are hounding you about the shame and the guilt of things that you didn't even do. Things that happened to you that put you in this cycle. Could have been your atmosphere. Well, listen, we can no longer use expressions like the devil made me do it. We can't use excuses like, well, it was where I was born. It was what I was subject to. Those things are childish in that regard. So we bring it to God. He knows the situation, the circumstance. We praise Him in the midst of the storm. We worship Him and He breaks the chains Then He opens the doors. He drops the locks off the doors. He makes the way straight and even gives us a guide. This is so essential, my family, as we go through this course, is to understand these things and to submit to God in this way. So I encourage you all, I encourage you all Even if you've been serving the Lord, even if you think, brother Jonathan, this isn't me. I've I've already had the Lord in my life. Well, look, there are depths of chain breaking that need to go on. There's hidden chambers of our heart, and that's why Uh, We see in Scripture, David saying to God, search my heart, O God. And we're going to talk about that. This series is going to keep going. We're going to talk about Jesus being a chain breaker. We're going to talk about what leads to God through Jesus Christ and how to continue to choose Him each and every day and to stay on Him and get to that place where you feel comfortable saying, search me, O God. That's a place of maturity in your walk with Jesus. So your assignment right now is to... Hear what's been said, read those entire passages on those different uh, versions or there's a couple different versions of the demoniac, Um, but study that out and look at our chain breaker, no matter what the cause family, no matter what has these chains on you, whether it be shame and guilt or addiction or any number of things, let's break those chains. Let's prepare to enter into this relationship with God through Jesus Christ. And if you don't know him as your personal Lord and Savior, let's talk about the ABCs. A, admit you're a sinner. It just means you are aware that you fall short. The Bible says all fall short of the glory of God. There's none that is righteous. No, not one. Admission that you know this Haven't been living the life God has called me to live. Admit it. Be believe. And that's more than with your brain, that's with your action. Believe and trust in the sacrifice of Jesus Christ for your sins and see, confess. Confess that you have decided to follow Jesus. Confess your sins to God. Let people know that you are repenting, you're turning from your evil ways, and you're turning towards God. A, B, C it. Bring you into conversion. And then tune in here if you want to join the WhatsApp group. Text or call to this number two six zero nine seven five eight three six three two four. Text or call two six zero nine seven. Hallelujah! I love that. Call that number that I just gave you, and you'll be able to step into uh, receiving the notes and everything else. That sorry technical difficulties. Praise God must be a powerful message. And share this. We're on Radio Box. We're on Metro FM, you know, through the radio station, also through Radio Box. And DHL Ministries is online and YouTube videos and podcasts. But tune in with us every Wednesday evening and Sunday morning as this series continues. And they will be, the links to these messages will be posted after they're aired. So you can hear them and share them and so on and so forth. Well, big, big move right now as we're moving into this series. Thank you for joining us. May God bless you richly. In Jesus' name, amen.